Time for Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. If it moves people underground or on the ground or even in the air, it's a sure thing that it'll be talked about right here. And now, here's the electric pair with energy storage issues, Ken and Sasha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show you've been waiting for all week. Roadworthy Drive, <laughs> America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. We are Ken Chester and Sasha Little. Excuse me, Sasha J. Little. J, yes. Jay. The J is very important. Yes, it is. So glad you could join us. This hour, it's headlight safety and the most recent testing results from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. And if you ride a bicycle, scooter, or a motorcycle, you're gonna wanna sit tight for the latest information I found on advanced helmets. Some really cool stuff, even if you don't wear a helmet. You're does, gonna wanna know about this. Does the helmet turn into a motorcycle? Uh, not exactly, but it does turn into something else, which is pretty cool. Awesome. And finally, you remember Segway? Segway, Segway. Yeah, that weird two-wheeled two with the stick type the, thing. Yeah, that, that thingy. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's evolved in some pretty cool stuff, and we'll end this hour with a look at what they've been up to. T to add your voice to the conversation, it's easy. Mm -hmm. Call or text the Roadworthy Drive Line. That number eight seven two 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 nine seven nine three. Email is Ken at roadworthydrive.net. We want to hear from you, and I love. Hearing from our listeners on the Roadworthy Driveline. Don't you, though? Um, a lot of them, I mean, they pretty much keep me busy with the text messages, and I love it. Mm -hmm. um, but, yes, having the conversations and like learning what they like and what they don't like and mm -hmm. so on and so forth, it's been really fun. So you want to be sure to get yourself a piece of that, for yes. sure. And speaking of being heard, yes. please welcome my co-host, top-notch researcher and sponsor of SnarkFest 2019. Coming to a the, city near you. There you go. The bright and bratty <laughs> Sasha J. Little. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. How you doing? I am displeased, sir. And why is that? Okay. So there is this job called um, meteorology. Yes. and It's in, a profession, actually. It is. It's they go to, to college be. and everything. Uh -huh. And they use the latest state-of-the-art technology, mm -hmm. and they are supposed to tell us about what the weather is supposed to be like. Yes. Now, I am sure, because we reach a vast number of states with our one, mm -hmm. um, yesterday they advised that the lower part of our state would get maybe one to three inches with higher elements or higher um, inches down towards the Missouri border. In the southeast corner of the state. Right. Mm hmm Right. Uh, we yes. are in the northern fringe. Yes, we and are. And strange things happen. Northern central yeah. Iowa. Yes. Yes. We got snow. I, not just a little bit of snow, sir. Mm. I mean, it, we are approaching, I would be safe to say. Three to six inches. Three to six inches of Th snow. In the area that I really want everyone to understand, was not supposed to get anything hardly yeah yeah so that's that's mm -hmm. awesome mm -hmm. i am how, how would you drive in <laughs> oh four-wheel drive does not mean four-wheel stop that's that's from the get-go okay. let me just um also uh all of you brand new truck owners and brand new jeep owners you make yourselves painfully obvious when this weather hits uh just wanted to let you know and and how's that um well 
the the roads had not been plowed yet right. uh, when I was going through a certain city, and it was a two lane. Mm-hmm. And so this person that still had in transits on his Jeep. Meaning uh, it was brand new. Meaning it was brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, decided that he was going to go into the second lane, the passing lane, mm-hmm. which had never been touched. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the drive lane, which obviously, I mean, it's not had as much now. Yeah. Sure. And he decided to do that. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to do some circles. Uh-huh. And then he de- miraculously righted himself and then decided to go back into the driving lane with everyone else going 45 miles so an he hour. didn't end up in the ditch. He did not. That, which is interesting because I've seen times in my years of driving right. where people pull that stunt and did, <laughs> in fact, end up in the ditch. In fact, one time, mm-hmm. I actually, the guy passed me, lost it, put it in the ditch. I stopped, picked him up, and took him to work. Now, see, here is my thing. And, and I'm embarrassed to say that now, for fairness, this was a number of years ago, uh, but the man was driving a Volvo. Wow. Ditch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was Volvo car. It was in the years before they came out with the SUV. So I want to be fair there. Right, right. I saw, I got passed up by a what I would assume was a 1980-something Buick, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious because, I mean, that, that, that guy was jamming, and I was waiting to see him, like, in the ditch, like, certain mm-hmm. miles ahead mm-hmm. of me. But, yeah, I mean, it's people tend to forget uh, how it was to drive in winter, like, eight months ago. Well, let me break this down. Back in the day, before you had front-wheel drive. In 1980s. Uh, yeah, and before. Right. Um, You'd put some weight in the back. Yep. Sandbags, you'd, people. Yep. Sandbags. Or, or cinder blocks for some of us. No, we use sandbags. Uh-huh. And, cinder uh, blocks you, are for something else. <laughs> no comment. We would either use studded rear rear snow tires oh because right. you'd only need two right you could usually wear those from like either october november to april yeah yeah and uh, you would use that yeah and the funny thing of it is is without traction control without yep. stability control yep. without all-wheel drive yep without analog brakes mm-hmm. we rarely got stuck right it was uh, part, an issue. part of that is because the tire profile was narrower it was a taller tire but it wasn't as wide yeah so you had a, all the weight of the vehicle on less tread which allowed it to dig down and with those spikes you you got traction no matter how deep the snow got i loved my subaru that had steady t- study studded studded yes. tires um and this is not where you like drill like one of those uh you <laughs> no, know no, like no, no. screws these are tires. tires that were made those don't for work. studs yeah, yeah no. That, no um you have to go to a professional mm-hmm. and get them studded yeah but um i love that thing it didn't matter what we were driving in i came up uh to the recording studio today uh-huh. yeah uh two lane Ooh. a state highway as in just two lanes just two lanes now see when i was said two lane it was actually a four lane divided by you know New. where it was two lanes New. of my traffic this is two lanes Ooh. yeah Ooh. other than the was first person at is, all uh no <laughs> other than the first person scared the bejesus out of me and how did he do that uh because he went into a slide and i thought he was coming my way Ooh. it was heading in the opposite direction okay so i he can was, still see him <laughs> in your i'm seeing the vehicle like in your yeah. eyes yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, here's what usually happens now. First, th- for us, this is the first major storm of the season. Right. And as far as it goes, I mean, I'm a New England boy by birth. This is not much, you know, so I'm not easily intimidated by that. Mm. But the biggest problem in my years of driving, what people don't understand when you get light snow and it turns to ice, oh, it's not gosh, the going. Yes. 
Yeah. It's the stopping. Yep. Or having to maneuver. Yeah. You can go 60 miles an hour on ice. Mm-hmm. And not, re- and not lose control. Yep. Try to stop. Try to turn. Yep. All of a sudden. And see, that's And then what, it gets ugly. That's what causes people the most problem. It's not so much like what I was saying with the drive lane versus a passing lane. The passing lane was, you know, it was somewhat, but it's that lump of slush. snow and slush that's in between the drive lane and the passing lane. That's what gets people in trouble. Slush is of the devil. <laughs> I've seen slush devil. fling cars into the ditch. <laughs> Slush is the most dangerous combination, I swear. It's the most dangerous combination of anything. Ice you can deal with, sleet you can deal with, heat snow you can deal with. Right, But slush, slush slush wants to grab you and throw you places. (laughs) It it doesn't, I think that it feels like it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. It doesn't get respect? (laughs) What? Slush is, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Slush is the Rodney Dangerfield of winter? Of winter. Oh my goodness. (laughs) In any case, yes, sir. Couple of things to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah. One, distance or space is your friend. Yes, it is. Uh, either because of people coming towards you who yeah. might lose it and give you options. Yep. Or in case, God forbid, uh, you might lose it. Uh, had somebody on the interstate last year on six lane highway divided three lanes mm-hmm. behind us lose control. Spin all over the place behind us. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, there was enough space between us and him yeah. that he didn't hit us. Right. Um, People can't understand that enough. Also, you need to think about a little more distance in, in before you react, coming up to intersections, things like that. You are not going to get on somebody's tail and then suddenly they stop or maneuver whatever and think you got space to do anything. Now, can I make another suggestion? Mm-hmm. It is always worth going a little bit out of your way to travel on as many um, main highways, interstates as possible. Yeah. Um, if you ask, like I live out in the boonies, so my last trag is on a two lane road. Mm-hmm. But I will purposely. But only two miles. You don't need to tell them that. Uh-huh. But for the most part, I mean, I will go out of my way by by about about twenty minutes is what it adds on um, using main thoroughfares. Yes, because typically those are the first treated, those are the most traveled, those yeah. are the most plowed. Yeah. And if you get into trouble, the chances of somebody finding you being able to help you a lot better than something infrequently traveled. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. When we return. Headlight safety. It's more important than you think. Stay right there. Roadworthy Drive is a cornerstone of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. The all-new Delta 88 Royale by Oldsmobile. Escape from the ordinary, turn to old and take the wheel. Come be contemporary, drive a young new Oldsmobile. Delta 88 Royale, ventless side windows, vinyl roof, wheel discs, all standard. Try young mobile thinking. See all the new Delta 88s at your Oldsmobile dealers. If you're just tuning in, this is Roadworthy Drive. Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little coming at you for the hour, locked and loaded. Thank you for dropping by. This segment, we take a look at headlights. 
Now, you would think at first blush that the capability of your headlights would be the same, no matter what trim level you purchased. Can I just interject here? <clears throat> Taking a look at headlights is often painful for those of us that are sensitive to high lights because some of these people have got headlights in there that are like the second dawning of the sun. Mm -hmm. And that's just their fog lights. Mm -hmm. part, part of that problem is what we call accent lights these days, mm. which are usually LED lights mm -hmm. that are not dim. <laughs> no, they're um, not. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the truth is, though, it hasn't been that way for a long time now. The fact that you would think headlights would be the same. The standard halogen headlamp was an improvement over the old sealed beam headlight back in the day. But in the last 10 years, consumers could also select from the xenon high-intensity headlamps, which Sasha was talking about, mm -hmm. which were brighter and projected farther. Yep. You could also choose fog lights, which <clears> are now from the original ones. You've got even some LED fog lights out there, which are extremely bright as well. Yes, they are. Uh, which improved your vision in low light, dense fog situations, or in the case of today, uh, snow. Yeah. Yeah, snow. Now, you so can even select snow. from LED headlamps, which even offer better lighting with longer life. But here's the thing. The base model usually doesn't have the advanced lighting unless it's a luxury vehicle to begin with. And as a result, uh, even for the same vehicle, cars are rated different by the Institute, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Now, I thought, at, silly me, that any car sold new today would meet a basic standard for headlight safety, and well, that even the cheap, even the least expensive models in a trim line uh, would do that. And all, they don't. All I'm saying is that they all need to like move in the direction. Like, I need at least one set of headlights that remain pointed forward, right? Mm -hmm. And then I need the other set of headlights that will actually turn with my steering wheel. Okay, which is uh, called it, uh, Go ahead. Adaptive uh -huh. front lighting. And and just so we know, sir, who is the one who first thought of that? Well, Preston Tucker. Thank of you, Mr. Tucker. Nineteen forty eight Tucker Torpedo. Thank you. Just thought I'd put say Now that. that's the only that's the only thing that I need in every single model. Let me break this down for you because this, this blew does my mind. Not sound like it's going to be just over half of 2018 model vehicles mm -hmm. that the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety evaluated are available with headlights to do an adequate job of lighting the road at night. Did you just say limited... adequate? Yeah, I did. Adequate. Adequate. What's their lowest on the bar? Uh, acceptable. So wait, adequate adequate is above acceptable. I'll read it this way. Uh huh. For the 2018 model year, the best available headlights on 32 of 165 models evaluated earned the highest rating of good. The best available headlights on 58 models earned the second rightest I'm sorry, <laughs> can't talk. Uh -huh. Earned the second highest rating of acceptable. Here's the kicker. 2018 brand new vehicles. Hmm. 32 models have only marginal rated headlights, oh. while poor rated headlights are the only ones available for 43 new 2018 models. Okay, now wait, 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 wait. Back up the farm on that. You said, hold on. You said poor headlights mm -hmm. were the only one. And headlight option available for 40 43 brand new 2018 models. So I could go into a into a dealership right now 
mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. put down my 30 grand, mm-hmm. 28 grand, mm-hmm. 43 grand, mm-hmm. and walk out of there, well, drive out of there with poor headlights straight from the manufacturer. Yep. That is awesome. Oh, it gets worse. Of course it does, because why would it uh, get better? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to name names. Of course not. You'll know who I'm talking about. Of course I will. Because this blew my mind. Uh-huh. Uh, vehicle that my daughter just bought. <gasps> and she didn't buy the high end. The uh-huh. high end one has awesome headlights. She didn't, I don't believe she bought the high end one. Uh huh. Which means she got the one with just the halogen projector headlights, mm-hmm. which were not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an idea for that particular, it's a small SUV. Mm-hmm. The good rated LED projector headlights uh, illuminated almost 450 feet. On the right side of the road in the straightaway test for low beams. And they see, I, I am seeing in, in the picture exactly that to which I have to battle in my neck of the woods. In fact, there are two Deerson yes. in, in the road. Yes, in, they are. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a person yes. or a ghost of a person, mm-hmm. perhaps Elvis, uh-huh. is over there. Now, the base rated uh, headlights uh-huh. were poor rated. Of course. And only illuminated 220 feet. They don't ha- less have, than half. They don't have like a minimum, like what headlights have to. According to the IIHS, uh-huh. uh, the optimal distance is 325 feet. Okay. To provide what they call at least five lux, which is a measurement right. of illumination. Right, right. Uh, it kills me that in today's world, this is even a conversation. Now, you have to have at least good or above rating from the IIHS. Uh, for your vehicle to be included in their uh, top rated and top rated plus, they changed. They started testing this in 2016. Now here's the good news. The good news is the automakers, like so many other things that the IH, IIHS does, has responded to this and has improved their lighting. But there's still no standard. Like just because they say that they would rather have uh, 325 feet as you know, that is the optimal. optimal. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is the best that they would rather. That is the safest option that they would rather see. So in today's time where people are all like, I don't want self-driving cars. We don't even have like an actual factual. This is the minimum for the safety of the man driven vehicle. We used to. And when <sighs> it, they got away from that, when they got away from the, the sealed, the yeah. sealed headlight. Yeah. The sealed beam headlight. The ones which that I have standards. to like. Which in, against today's world. Yeah. Wouldn't even rate. No. They wouldn't even rate. Basically, it boils down to this. If you have the LED headlights, which are typically on the higher trim levels of any car you're buying, okay. they're going to be rated higher almost uniformly. The problem or the offset with that is the fact that you are going to get, if you're approaching a vehicle like this, uh, you might get blinded by the low beams because they are that bright. They are. The flip side that they're also rating highly are these new systems that have what they call high beam assist. So you're not going to get blinded by these fancy new lights in high beam. So definitely at least you've got that. But you want to ask, typically, if they're not offering at least uh, high intensity headlamps or LED headlamps, then you may want to consider spending a little more money. The offset, unfortunately, is you end up spending thousands more because you've got to jump into a higher trim level and pick up a lot of other stuff you may not necessarily want. So you can't just get like 
uh, an upgrade on the headlights? No. Can you buy an aftermarket headlight? You upgrade? might be able to, but they're a little bit different. Ah. So that is it on the headlights, but I wanted to bring you up to date on that. Next up, artificial intelligence, airbags, and head protection. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are tuned in to Roadworthy Drive. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. We are Ken and Sasha, and this is Roadworthy Drive. Thank you for listening. By the way, if you want to learn more about us and the show, check out the show website, and that's roadworthydrive.com. We have all sorts of information there, pictures of the crew, audio clips of past shows, and so much more. That's right. And we actually have a few new pages that we've added. We've added uh, Tech with, or Time with Sasha, mm-hmm. which is going to have the Tech with Sasha links for those of you who want to delve just a little bit deeper into the Tech with Sasha Into the weeds. Yes, <laughs> we, I am. You know, because he makes me tethered to mobility. What I provide on the tech with Sasha goes deep into the weeds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're all about the tech, that's mm-hmm. where you want to be. Also, it's also going to have the segments of um, the Wheels of Non Consent, which should be starting up here very shortly. We're waiting for them to turn out the 2019 models. But as soon as they do, we are going to bring that back into effect. But you'll see my past reviews um with the wheels of non consent on there as well yeah something about the suits and returning cars in a timely manner uh we'll get that we will get that straightened out yeah hopefully and also don't forget that you can pick up our two on either podcast ia um you can also pick us up on blueberry and google play Mm -hmm. podcasting podcasting for those of you on the go for reels mm-hmm. so you want to check that out and don't forget to like roadworthy drive and tech with sasha on facebook and instagram twitter Tw- you twitter we be twittering we be twittering okay yes. I, it sounds like a disease can you <laughs> catch can, can you catch that you know in bambi it was twitter pated remember i'm not are you not i'm not twitter pated no i'm letting it go <laughs> finally uh just a note uh-huh uh, Sasha and I are working on something that we're <gasps> going to make available via podcast, but... He's breaking the news early. I am, but it's not ready yet. No, it's not. But I promise you, it's going to be worth tuning in, and we'll let you know when we launch it. And so, FYI, I finally got him to go into the weeds with me. Yeah. That's, that's the only hint. Yeah. I had to tie a rope so I could find my <laughs> way out, but yeah. And we'll, leave. You didn't leave the breadcrumbs. The crows kept eating them. Yeah, that's why we went to rope. <laughs> so you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. We will update you in the coming weeks as we develop that and when it's finally available. Mm-hmm. We know you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. So it's a little a little something extra. And here's the thing: it's podcast only. So you're not you're not gonna be able to hear that on the radio. But uh, we're looking at doing it, and we'll let you know. Okay, helmet and helmet safety. Is that like? Lord Helmet from Spaceballs? No, 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 no. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. They don't have a clue. No, they have a clue. What if I told you that there was a type of head protection that doesn't look like a helmet, but offers better protection than the typical helmet? Or what if I told you about a helmet that features augmented reality to provide you with a head-up display as well as the ability to capture video input? <laughs> that might be a bit out there for you, but here, here's a couple. So it's like Google Glass meets Helmet? Even more, even more. So it doesn't look like a helmet. 
Well, but it gives you a visual panel. The first one does look a little bit like a helmet. That looks exactly like a helmet. I mean, it almost looks like for those of you who are paintball players, what, what? Mm -hmm. Um, It almost looks like what you would wear to the paintball field. Point taken. It's called the Jarvish XAR helmet. Uh Uh-huh. Now, they're raising money via Kickstarter uh, for this project. Okay, so this is not made yet. Um, I don't think so yet, but they've got prototypes out. It's a distraction-free, voice-activated, and retractable head-up display powered by the latest augmented reality tech and critical information so you never have to take your eyes off the road. It has a carbon fiber shell plus a 2K pixel front and rear camera to provide 360-degree view. It also uses a retractable optical waveguide display for camera and augmented reality views. To me, and wait a minute, Sasha, this even includes Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity. Okay, now here's my thing. That's a little too much for a helmet. Yeah, um, here's my thing. The Bluetooth I understand, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that way it will tether to your phone and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. What I don't necessarily understand with this, do you understand what they mean when they say augmented reality? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what they're saying? Yes, I do. Okay, so for those of you listening, augmented reality is not virtual reality. It's almost like, and I hate to use this reference, but it's almost like Pokemon Go. So Really? Yeah. Well, yes, because it puts things in the perspective of what you're looking at that aren't necessarily there, mm-hmm. but what it perceives to be there. In other words, augmented reality. Yes. But I just want to make sure that they understood mm-hmm. the difference right. in the viewpoint. Right. So what exactly, because we know the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth are so we can listen to our tunes. But it even has 16 gig, I'm sorry, gigabytes of flash storage which can be increased to 256 gigabytes to capture video input. And see, that is critical because if you're a motorcycle biosilicate... Or a bicyclist. Yeah. It's one of those things where people are rude. And not always are you got your go cam ready. And if you're already wearing a helmet that's going to catch their moments of... Ignance. Yeah, of ignance. It is makes it a heck of a lot easier to pursue some kind of prosecution, hold them liable. Well, let me leave you with this. Uh-huh. Uh, the Jarvis X, without the AR support, but with a rear view camera, is $699. With the augmented re- uh, reality, it's $1,599. They're already being used. First-generation helmets used by Taiwanese police officers to help in duties, which include communication with the central office and gathering evidence. But Wait. I saved... I saved the best for last. Whose police department? Uh, Taiwanese. Ah. In Taiwan. I figured that. Uh, What if I could tell you about a helmet that don't look like a helmet? Almost looks like a uh, headrest thing you wear around your neck. Okay, so like a massage type thing? Yes. But upon any kind of accident, uh, deploys into an airbag for your head. I was actually thinking, you know, I was actually thinking like it would deploy like the metal... Like encasement? Uh, almost like that. I mean, it's an airbag that deploys like that. Yeah. but, but to, And it protects you. How? What kind of impact protection do I have with it just being air? Uh, eight times better than a helmet. Oh. Much, much better. Many, many much better. Yeah. Many much. It's called, and I'm going to try to pronounce it, it's a Swedish. Okay. Hovding, H-O-V-D-I-N-G. Hovding. Hovding, Hovding. Uh, they've helped to keep 3,000 cyclists 
Uh, they protected 3,000 cyclists in accidents already. Mm-hmm. And there's over 130,000 of them that's been sold. Of course, you know, you can't buy these in the United States. Well, of course not, because they're safety and they're groundbreaking technology. Very quickly, it's got an airbag system, sensors, and an algorithm. There's a way to activate it. It's got a collar and a cover, and it's able to be charged. So you can charge them up. But basically, I saw this thing work. I was blown away. I will definitely post that on our... Uh... I was just blown away. They, they did a demo uh, where the guy fell off a bike on a purpose, and the thing deployed before he even hit the ground. And protected his head. I will be posting that video on Facebook. So, yeah, it records the cyclist movements 200 times a second. In the event of an accident, the cyclist's abnormal movement is detected and the airbag uh, inflates. So it is way, way cool. And you can can charge it via USB cable. Oh, okay. And a fully charged battery gives you nine hours of protection. So this came out of an idea back in 2005 but way, way cool when I stumbled across it this past week and I wanted to share it with you guys because it was that neat. Now, finally, for our last segment, Segway and its cool devices, more cool than quirky this time for sure. So stay right there. Roadworthy Drive is America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. This is the fourth and final segment for this hour of Roadworthy Drive. Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little in the house. We're glad you're able to be with us, too. Now, before we get to the last topic for this hour, programming note, during hour two, and yes, there is a second hour of Roadworthy Drive, <laughs> yes, in case you didn't know, Tech with Sasha will feature something you don't want to miss <laughs> and Sasha, what are you going to feature? Uh, you know what? I'm going to actually be talking about power. Power? Power. Power to the people. Power to the people or power to the things. Oh, whoa, power to the things. Power to the uh, things. No, I'm power to the people. No, but in order for you people to be getting around, we need more power. Power in your uh, phone, power in your laptop, power in your tablet power in your electric vehicle so we're talking about a coal powered cell phone we're talking about steam powered cell phone ah steam powered that yes. ought to be interesting yeah because all that coal right there by your nose could yeah. be detrimental to ah, well yeah. well you're not going to want to miss it and by the way if your favorite radio station doesn't carry the second hour of roadworthy drive perish the thought right no worries you can still hear it on our website Roadworthy Drive, just I'm sorry, roadworthydrive.com. There you go. Just saying. Yeah, well. (laughs) All right. Segway. Yes. (laughs) You might remember it when it first appeared back in 2001. Yes. The Segway was originally, and you might not know this, uh, was originally called the Segway HT, HT for human transport. And it was a two wheeled, self balancing personal transporter. Now, here's something else you might not know, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually had three speeds. Yes. You I knew that. that. Did you? Yeah. Six six miles an hour. Yeah. Eight miles an hour. Uh-huh. And for you speed demons out there, a top speed, wait for it, <laughs> of 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Now, five years later in 2006, they even had the gall. To launch an off-road version. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they are very, very popular in, like, our state parks. Um, they are very popular for people who wanted to do the hiking without actually hiking. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, to go along the bike trails type thing, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to actually pedal. <laughs> I'm trying to say this in a way that is... In a nice way. Yes, nice. You're, you're trying to be nice. So, I mean, they came out with like these things and it was actually shocking to me how popular they were, um, given what they are. Uh, but here's something that you might not be aware of. Okay. While I don't have my hoverboard. What? Yet, yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. We're mm. still still kind of irritated. Mm-hmm. Segway came out with an e-skate. An e-skate. Yeah. Okay. Now, g- get ready for I this. don't even. I... No, no, no. You'll want to know. Imagine a triangle. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except the motorized part that is against the ground is the tip of the triangle. And your feet are on the one side of the triangle. Um, you have one wheel. And I think it's actually like on a uh, torrent type thing. And you actually stand on these one foot on each of them. And you control it just by how you like move your feet and or body. This doesn't sound like it's going to end well. I mean, I kind of felt the same way when they brought out rollerblades versus roller skates. Skating mm-hmm. forever, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, you know, uh, my my daughter was on a skating team. She actually did roller derby. Yeah, she yeah. did. I mm-hmm. have a thing that I think two of my daughters are going to do the derby. Ah, ah. Yeah. So now, what are these weird things from Segway called? They're called the e-skate. And I'm telling you, I'm going to put in for the, scoot, for the suits because mm. I really want a pair. They are like $400, $500. $399. The Drift W1 e-skate. Yeah. Yeah. And you can ride for 40 whole minutes Ooh. on one charge going, uh, what was it, five miles an hour, three miles an hour? And don't these hour? stupid things weigh almost eight pounds? Yeah. 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 So I once mean, you're done, you got to carry them. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, right. This I'm not sure if this is good or bad. Okay. What do you got? But uh, when they launched this, uh-huh. it comes with a free helmet. <laughs> in, Wait, in did a it word, come with one of your helmets from like No. No. <laughs> you should wish. Not a three ninety nine. That's not happening. <laughs> Ah. Now, now, wait a minute. So, okay. wait a minute. You got 40 minutes yep. that you get to ride. 40 minutes. A lot can um, break. They look minutes. a little weird. They do. And they offer you a free helmet. Free helmet. Mm-hmm. You don't even get that with a bike, people. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, do you guys, do you remember like those little, those skateboard type things? I forget what they called them. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was just like the skateboard and they... Rec- yeah, know. I'm scared of that. Right? I mean, In I was so many scared ways. of those too. Okay, but explain something to me, Sasha. I will try. Why would these things be Bluetooth enabled? Hmm... Oh, what if, okay, what if we're bringing back the 80s in like a 20, you know, in a 2020 kind of way? Like what if, okay, Bluetooth enabled, right? Mm-hmm. So you connect your phone to that and then you've got your tunes blaring from the... I, I'm thinking that it may be more. <gasps> Could it be autonomous? Like if you That is real scary. Like if you pre-program like where you're going to go on like, let's say Google Maps... I want to know it follows the direction. I want to know what happens when you get to the end of 45 minutes. Does the <laughs> thing just stop suddenly and you're Bam. on your face? Right. Does it warn you? I, uh, this doesn't really say. I'm thinking that it probably has, you know, like a warning light and then, you know, a beep, beep, beep. And then did I mention the free helmet? <laughs> I love how these kids in this picture uh, are totally comfortable on their e-skates without any kind of foot pads, knee pads. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Plastic bubble. Um, but this is not all the Segway is doing. No, they're They've doing so much. They've got this crazy stuff. 
Uh, now, they actually got bought by a competitor called Ninebot a few years ago. What, Segway did? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, Ninebot's got some really crazy stuff. Uh, the Ninebot by Segway Mini Pro, which is the hoverboard fad all grown up. It's more comfortable, more stable, more functional, more expensive wait, wait, than the wait. two-wheel scooters sold by Swagway and Razor. Now, they are trying to say the hoverboard fad all grown up. That's what they Explain said. Explain this to me, sir. Okay. It's 21 inches wide, uh -huh. 34 inches high, weighs 28 pounds. Ooh. You don't have to carry it if you're not on board. You can extend the stock to push it along with motorized assistance. I'm wondering if that means it's semi-autonomous. And it can handle people from 85 to 225, 220 pounds. So that's kind of a... There's no picture? There it is. That's not hovering. That is two wheels and you're sitting on a seat. Mm -hmm. That is not a hoverboard. No, you need to watch uh, Back to the Future. Uh -huh. and, and, and that's let, what we let, want no, no, for a no, hoverboard. No, 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 no. Let it go, Sasha. But that's what we want, Back though. Back to the future, though, Sasha. That was over 30 years ago. We just passed the, the, the date that it said in Back, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's a hoverboard. You uh, can't uh, use that word and then not bring me a hoverboard. Well, I will leave you with like this. Um, this is only a tip of the iceberg of some of the really cool stuff that Segway's coming out with in Ninebot yeah. that you're going to want to check out. This mm -hmm. is one of just a couple of the unique ideas. But basically, they're reimagining that whole concept. And over time, it's actually gotten better. So there is some options, even though uh, there's the quirky thing like e-skates. So, <laughs> e-skates? Yeah. I still cannot get over that e-skate. That's it for this hour. Be sure to tune in again next week when we do it all over again. Bye-bye. Bye, folks. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.